Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. Quickly, we got to mention, we said we were giving away tickets this week to the Idaho Grizz game. Well, guess what? We did that. We did it on our social medias at 1029ESPN, both for Twitter and for uh, uh, Instagram. We had some great responses. What would you put in the little brown stein? That was the question. Some people (laughs) were hilarious. Oh, some people put some great ones in there. The winner, here's what's an interesting deal. This was, I thought this was great. So, the, the 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 individual that won, a gentleman by the name of Chase Anderson, is already a season ticket holder, but he had such a great response. He said into the little brown stein, he would place all of Dennis and Dennis Erickson's unpaid bar tabs. <laughs> now we love Dennis Erickson, <laughs> we do, but so, that's a great so line. This is by no means a shot at Dennis, but well, that it is, is a shot at Dennis, well, but it, it, right, but it's not, not by not, us, not on our part. It does a bobcat, so it's and Chase is a grizz guy, so that's it, right, it's fine. It's okay. All, good. all right. So he, a couple of my other favorites. Quickly, yeah, let's hear uh, a dead bobcat. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, Joe Cook said the correct answer is the blood of my enemies. <laughs> but since this is a family show, I'm going to say fill it with Dots pretzels and give me a six pack of vanilla cokes, and I'm fantastic. That's- the best part is not only is the Bruce Barnum Dots pretzels thing one of the funniest things that's happened on this show. Well, also, you can totally see Barney washing it down with a vanilla Coke. Oh, or several, <laughs> or several, yeah, easily. Uh, yeah, so there was uh, there were some good responses there on that. So 
Chase ended up uh, passing his tickets off. So who did we select to be the winner? Uh, I believe Colter. Adam Stubbs. Is Adam that correct, Stubbs. David? Yes, Adam Stubbs is the winner. So that that is correct. So congratulations. He said, he said the tears of a Vandals fan is what he would put in there. So that was pretty good as I mean, well. Here's the thing: the little brown stein. It ain't that little. You know what I mean? It's a it's a fairly oh. sizable uh, thing. So you're going to need a lot of tears to fill that thing up. So congratulations to Adam. He's going to uh, the Grizzly Idaho game. Uh, that was fun to do. We got some got some great response. We appreciate everybody who participated in that. Colt, let's talk about the uh, Grizzlies versus the Vandals. Uh, we have some sound for you from, from uh, Justin Calhoun as well as from Bobby Houck, but I wanted to just ask you, first of all, just from a matchup standpoint, when, when Montana has the football and their O is going up against the Idaho D, what does Idaho want to do and what are the matchups that you're going to be looking for tomorrow when, when the Grizzlies are on offense? Well, Idaho... We've said this all week, but Idaho isn't as bad of a team as I think that some people think. When they lost to Eastern, or excuse me, when they beat Eastern and then lost to Northern Colorado, it just seemed like that was just, oh man, they're just, this is what we thought they were going to be. You know, this is going to be the the down, the most down year. I mean, I think when you talk about transitioning from the FBS to the FCS, year two has a chance to be the bottom of it because... By year three now, you can recruit some guys that are FCS-type recruits that are maybe a little bit above the FCS level rather than having... And F- that are invested in it. Right, rather yeah. than having FBS guys who are disappointed to not be in the FBS anymore. But that said, Idaho has some really good players. Trey Walker, the inside linebacker, I mean, he's only, I think, four or five total tackles behind Dante Olson. Think of that. I mean, Dante Olson's been lighting it up again. And Trey Walker is a couple tackles behind. Uh, they have... Great talent uh, on the defensive front, and they have great talent at wide receiver. I think that uh, we we heard from Jeff Cotton earlier this week. He's one of the best receivers in the Big Sky Conference. But the Haywood kid is really good, too. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, they got a good running game. Noah Johnson, a lot of people say, the best NFL prospect as an offensive lineman in the league. So they have guys on their roster. But to me, uh, it's going to come down to the matchups on the perimeter because I still think that you know, Montana's got to be able to guard to be able to run the defense that they want to run. I thought Justin Calhoun really... Justin Calhoun's had such a fascinating season. We'll hear from him in a minute. But he played one of his best games, followed by probably his worst game against Sac State. He did not play well against Sac State, but then he played well again against Eastern Washington. I thought the corners played outstanding last week against Portland State. That's how Montana was able to get so much pressure. Mm. I think that C.J. Cox, the corners coach, and Kent Bear, the defensive coordinator... Really, really called those guys out and challenged them and said, hey, you know, Sac State was not good enough. We don't care if those guys are making spectacular catches. Not good enough. So those guys are going to have to be able to guard the perimeter. They're going to have to be able to limit Jeff Cotton uh, and the Haywood kid. And then on the other side, how does Montana block it up? Because I still think that Montana's offensive line is better, but are they good enough to win a, a true slugfest, and I do think Idaho's front is really good. And Montana's proven that even when they can't run the ball, they can still move the ball. But if it's Cam Humphrey, which I expect it to be tomorrow, I was at practice on Wednesday. Dalton Sneed was p- practicing, but he didn't. He did not look good. I mean, he he's, has a really hard time pushing off that right leg, and he was short arming throws. He threw a pick six. I, he just he doesn't look quite ready, and I just think it would be detrimental to him individually and perhaps to the team because I just don't think he's a hundred percent. But even if it is Cam Humphrey, even if Montana's proven that they can they can do it without rushing for two hundred fifty yards, they don't need to do that. Right. But they do have to keep Idaho honest. Mm. You don't want to be in 
third and nines all day because that's just advantage defense no matter who you're playing. But Idaho, I mean, they've done such a good job at recruiting that buck end spot. I mean, Caden Ellis got drafted. He's playing for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Charles Ocono was one of the best players in the big sky before he got hurt against Idaho State. And the kid that they're playing there, I'm looking up his name right now. I can't remember his name. He's a, he's a young guy, though. He's a sophomore. But he... It has been really productive since taking over for Ricardo too. So they're going to be. You just you don't want that guy who's like the edge specialist type guy to tee off because Kate Nelson went off in this game last year. I mean, Kate Nelson had five tackles for loss in this game last year. That was sort of overshadowed by the fact that Montana just straight up rolled. And Christian Ellis is their number one Sam linebacker. I don't know if he's related to Caden. Oh, he, he is. is yes, he's one of yeah. Luther Ellis's 12 children. <laughs> so there's, <laughs> there's Ellis's all over the place. Noah Ellis is a starter on the D-line as well. So Michael Workman is the young man's name who's now playing Buck in. He's got two sacks and six, ta- six and a half tackles for loss. Uh, just in the four games that he's played this year. So he, he's been highly productive in spot duty. So I think you got to be able to run the ball at least decently because you have to keep Idaho honest. You don't want to be in those third and nines where they can tee off because that's just not advantageous. And if Dalton Seed's not good to go, you you got to keep Cam Humphrey up and upright mm-hmm. and rolling because I just don't think Montana has another option. So when when Idaho has the ball, and we've talked, you know, we talked with Jeff Cotton yesterday on the show. We know, you know, that they have some really good skill position players, both running back and wide receiver on Idaho. The big question mark is what sort of productivity are they going to get out of out of the quarterback spot? And I guess that's that to me is the main thing. I mean. The the players on Idaho can play from the skill position spot, and if the, if they get the ball in their hands, they're going to be able to make plays with it. The, I think the key for Montana tomorrow is ensuring that doesn't happen. And I'm talking about that. I mean, that, maybe that seems obvious, but you have an opportunity to, to try and get after a quarterback, which they always want to do. They did such an excellent job of it last week at Portland State. Yep. Uh, but if you can sort of nip it in the bud as it were where you're not out there trying to make tackles and cover guys that are you know excellent you're going to have to at times obviously but for the most part try and keep the completion percentages low key in against the run game I mean I think that Montana is going to be in a good spot defensively this is going to sound weird everything sounds but a, weird. Lot, a lot of te- a lot of teams they they want to avoid third downs most teams want to avoid third downs of any sort Idaho their dream, the way Paul Petrino calls offense, they want third and two. That's what they want. They want a third and two and complete a five-yard pass, move the sticks, start over. They, I mean, there's all the talk about ball control and ground and pound. And, and I mean, make no mistake, you know, Cal Poly wants to control the clock. Montana State wants to control the clock. North Dakota, at least until this year, wanted to control the clock. Weber State wants to control the clock. Nobody does it like Idaho. Yeah. Idaho is... Totally fine with winning twenty four to fourteen. They're totally fine with having six or seven offensive possessions. Last week they won twenty one to nine against right. Cal Poly. So um, it's uh, it's methodical if you're talking about it in a positive fashion. It's tedious if you're talking about it. But the way that Mason Petrino operates, and I expect him to be the starting quarterback. They put him on bootlegs. They want to put him on the edge, and they want him to be rolling out and make that throw right across the middle. And mm-hmm. Cotton's such a big target, he can just eat you up all day with that. But if you get him into third and longs, it doesn't work so well. But they love third and two. They love third and three. So that's what Montana's got to avoid. You, uh, it's 2 Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. You, earlier this week, had a chance to talk to Justin Calhoun at practice. Uh, we have a couple of pieces of sound, but set these up for us, Colter, because you were there. You're the one talking to him, uh, talking about... 
you know, this game and just this season, what was it like uh, talking with who is now a senior corner for this team? Well, Justin Calhoun's a, you don't want to say soft-spoken. He's just a kind of a to-the-point guy. He doesn't give you the long answers. He just kind of spits it how it is. But that was fun talking to him. He was, even though he just got done with a two-and-a-half-hour practice, he was shivering, chattering while we were standing there at the tunnel. And um, you know, I asked him multiple different times, you know, what, what do you learn from this experience? What do you learn from coming to Montana, from Long Beach, California? And he said, first off, he said, I'm a city boy. Yes. <laughs> and then second off, he said, I don't like the cold. Yeah. Those are the two things I learned. But he said, I love Montana, I love Missoula, and I will be back. And you know, I love my boys. You know, he, he started his career as a receiver, so he's good buddies with Samari Torre and, and Sammy Kim. They were hooting and hollering in the back of the interview while they are doing catches on the jugs machine, you know, trying to distract him. But it was a fun interview, and Justin's a great guy to talk to. So here you go, a couple of quick sound bites from Justin Calhoun talking about this game. They said that's our rival, and I agree that's our rival. Uh, my second time playing in it, so it'll be fun. If they call it a rivalry, then it's a rivalry. Okay. Who does that sound like? Your head coach. No doubt. Okay, very good. Also, Justin Calhoun talking about uh, what's changed about the program. Uh, everyone's bought in. Everyone's going hard every play, every every down. Uh, no one's worried about doing more than 111th, and everyone's out there making plays. So, like you said, what more do you want? I answered your questions. These are the facts as I understand them. And we go. All set. Yep. All right. Uh, let's hear a little bit uh, also from Bobby Houck, uh, Coulter. We talked. Uh, this is Bobby Houck from... Uh, uh, the press conference and a couple things we've heard a little bit about this, but here you go. We'll just play these back to back real quick because I think it's an interesting overlay. Here you go. When the, the word rival is used in regard to us, that's others words, not ours. It's been a big game in these parts for, for decades. So both, I mean, it's their words, not ours, but so it has been a big game in this part. Here's for the thing. Here's what you gotta, as we continue to affirm with Bobby Houck. If you ask him a question where you're trying to get him to say what you want him to say, he is not going to do it. Mm-hmm. If you just let him talk, like he comes up there with his opening statement and says, this is a game that's been important around here for decades. We're treating it like a high rivalry. We need to have high energy. Then you ask him if it's a rivalry. And he says, no, everybody else just thinks we're their well, rivals. And again, to be clear, the, the question about the rivals in general was a, a broad question about the remainder of the season with Idaho, Weber, and Montana State. And... You know, he's never going to do that with you. I mean, no, he, he answered that question by saying, well, it's, this is the week we're playing Idaho, so this is the game we're going to talk about. To my knowledge, we have one game this week, right, so that's right. what we're going to talk about. Exactly. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do, so I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber-secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. 
Uh, Coulter, let's quickly uh, just jump over and talk about Montana State for a minute. Montana State at Northern Colorado. This game just doesn't have the intrigue that the Montana-Idaho game it, it does. Obviously, it's not a rivalry game. It's a game in which Montana State is expected to win handily. Although, interestingly, the spread is a higher spread for the Grizzlies over Idaho than it is for Montana State. I think Montana State's an 11 or 11.5 point favorite uh, in Greeley. 11.5, yeah. But it is a road game, so you get that. And we talked about how Greeley has jumped up and gotten teams. And I say Greeley in particular, not Northern Colorado. Like, Northern Colorado plays at Greeley, but it's been sort of the experience of being being in Greeley, I think, that has caught some teams by surprise. But I'll ask you the same question about this game I asked you about the Montana game. When Montana State's got the football, what what is the matchup that you're looking for? Is it even a matchup thing, or is it just once again, well, what are they going to do this time, this week on offense? Well, Michael Walker is one of the best corners in the league. I mean, he's a six foot one, 200-pound guy. He looks the part all day. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the only player in the Big Sky Conference that has won multiple Defensive Player of the Week awards. I mean, he won it. he's the reigning Defensive Player of the Week. He forced a fumble on the very first play of the game against Idaho State, which led to Northern Colorado's first touchdown. He had two picks in that game, including a pick six. He's got two pick sixes this year. So that's what I'm watching is, if and when Montana State throws the ball, with Tucker Rovig assuming that he's the one playing quarterback, Rovig just can't make a mistake and, and jump around and have, have Walker jump around and give Northern Colorado momentum. The other thing is Northern Colorado, Erskine College Jr. has always been really good at special teams. On, on on the special teams, they've always had really good returners, and Julian Isod is a great returner for them. He's a totally atypical returner. He's 5'7". Five, 5'7", seven. Hmm. Five, seven, 190 pound running back. <laughs> but he's as a kick returner. So he doesn't look the part at all, but he's a great returner. So I, the you know, special teams, Montana State's been randomly totally shaky on covering kicks. They've been good covering punts, but they've been shaky covering kicks. If Tristan Bailey doesn't kick it out of the back of the end zone, they've not been very good, which is it's so weird because they play some of their dudes mm-hmm. on... I mean, they play Braden Conkle and Jockway Allen. So... Uh, yeah, when, when Northern Colorado's on defense, I'm looking at Michael Walker and that secondary. And on the other side, Northern Colorado, they, they've been running this four-wide system for a couple years, but they're going to put their inside guys in motion, and they're going to move their speed guys from the inside to the outside across the formation. And they're always, when they're doing that motion, they're always just looking for a mismatch. They want to get your safety, your slower safety, your post-safety, as the coaches would call it, on their fast guy. If they can find that matchup, that's what they want. And Choate talked about that on Monday. said that's something that they have had an advantage on. Every single team they play, doesn't matter who they are, they've had an advantage there. And Montana State, they just can't get a little to sleep. They cannot let that happen. The, the, the only way you you move the, you lose this game if you're the Cats is if you let the momentum get out of control on the other side. Yeah. And so you just can't give up things like pick sixes, things like big plays you know, out of emotion out of the slot, things like big kick returns. It's Tutel Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio. The Montana State-Northern Colorado game is at noon on SWX Montana Television. The Montana Grizzly-Idaho game, 1 o'clock kickoff, and it is the Root Sports Game of the Week. We'll take a quick break. Come back. Our match firm student of the week, Gracie Smith from Victor, going to join us. We also going to give away a keg and a kegerator right after this so stick around for that right now though before we give that away let's give something else away to the people it's friday we like to do this around here six pack and a sandwich from our friends at warden's market you call right now 329-1899 you got yourself a nice weekend start i mean we already told you go get some florence coffee well now you can get some beers okay and some good ones at that at warden's they got very very knowledgeable staff down there to point you in any direction yeah you tell them what kind you like 
what kind you're looking for, or maybe just what's good. Just tell me what's good. They will set you up in the best sandwiches in town as well. Six-pack and a sandwich right now, 329-1899. Take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll, uh, we'll do some interviews and give some more stuff away. How's that sound? Hey, winter driving can be dark and dangerous. Yellow faded headlights only make it worse. Next week only, okay, for one week, this next week, Shine Auto Detailing is restoring headlights for half price. It's regularly 70 bucks. Next week, it's only 35 Grab your phone or search Auto Detailing in Missoula and click the one with the most reviews. It's Shine Auto Detailing and also MissoulaAutoDetailing.com. If you want to go right to it, a full restoration is going to take less than 20 minutes, and it'll make your night driving so much safer. Half price headlight restoration next week only from Shine Auto Detailing. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Good afternoon, Ryan Tutel, Colton Nuanas, one of nine ESPN Radio. Here's just a little sports news for you. Better late than never. Rivalry showdowns and playoff contests highlight the weekend in the state of Montana. The Class AA state playoffs uh, feature Missoula Sentinel hosting Billings Senior. Also, tomorrow Montana will welcome Idaho to uh, town for the Grizz-Idaho-Vandal rivalry renewal. Playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. High school football playoffs in full force. Sentinel hosts Billings Senior tonight. Butte hosts Kalispell Glacier. Billings West hosts Helena Capital. Bozeman hosts Helena High. In Class A, Western Montana will see Hamilton host Billings Central in a rematch of last year's state title game. Frenchtown travels 500 miles to take on Eastern A, number one, Miles City. In the Class A playoffs, Western Montana. I just said that one. You did? Oh, yeah, right. Good. For the first time since 2003, the Idaho Vandals are going to take on the Montana Grizzlies in Missoula in the battle for the Little Brown Stein. The last time UI played at Washington Grizzly Stadium, the Grizz used a surprise option offense to post a 41-28 victory. Last season, Idaho's first back in the Kibbe Dome since 1996. UM blasted the Vandals 46-27. Kickoff is at 1 o'clock. The game will be broadcast at Root Sports. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. A woman done left and took all the reason I was working for. Every Friday we like to uh, feature a high school kid who's doing something good in their community, in their school, in their world. 
We got one such individual for you, Gracie Smith. It's Tutel Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy. December 7th is the 7th annual snow day, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., the biggest sale of the entire year, 2904 West Broadway, Kurtz Polaris. One day only, be there, Saturday, December 7th. Well, happy now to welcome in our Mattress Firm Student of the Week, a senior at Victor High School, Gracie Smith. Gracie, thanks so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. How are you? Thank you. I'm great. How are you? Doing great. Doing really well. Hey, this is cool. We, uh, you know, we get a lot of different kids on this segment from different things. A lot of times it's athletics. Sometimes it's dance, cheer, all that kind of stuff. You are coming at this thing from uh, sort of an animals and outdoors angle as a part of Victor's 4-H and FFA programs. How did you get into that? Into being an animal lover, horses, all the animals that you that you deal with and uh, and enjoy. That is a great question. Um, you know, ever since I was a little kid, I was born and raised on a small little family farm. And so I was surrounded by animals throughout my childhood. And um, when I was probably around six or seven, my older brother, Henry, joined 4-H. And so, of course, being the classic younger sister, anything that my brother did, I had to do, too. Of course. Of course you got to do it. <laughs> Yeah, and so I joined 4-H and um, had my first leadership role through 4-H and really took off in the world of leadership. Um, I just love being able to help others and having a platform to be able to serve. And so I think that 4-H and FFA and uh, BPA have really done that for me. Now, everybody I've ever met that owns a horse and it has anything to do with horses love horses. They love their horse. What about horses mean something to you? How come you love horses so much? There's just something about the horse as an animal where they're just, they're so kind and intelligent and they really, I just connect with them on kind of a different level. Um, the couple of horses that I've had throughout my life have taught me so many lessons, uh, loyalty and trust, and they really put all of their faith and trust into you to keep them safe in situations. And it's just, it's really humbling to have an animal think that much of you. You know, I know that in, in 4-H and FFA, there's a whole bunch of different things you could do. You could raise hogs. You could take care of horses. You could uh, birth cows. You could raise rabbits. I know the rabbit. I got a rabbit. I love rabbits. So, uh, anyway, what, what are all the different things though, that now you're into in 4-H specifically? Well, um, through 4-H, I've done a lot. Uh, I've raised hogs. I've, done, I've been an active in the um, 4-H dogs program, the horse program, goat, um, rabbit, but the biggest thing and the part of 4-H that I enjoy the most as well as FFA is the leadership aspect of it. I love leadership. I love public speaking. I was um, a member of the 2018-19 Montana 4-H State Ambassador Team, which was the opportunity of a lifetime, and I met some of the most amazing friends in the world who were my teammates on that um so yeah, the leadership aspect of it has really always been my favorite part. 
That's fantastic. Gracie Smith, she's our Mattress Firm Student of the Week, a senior at Victor High School. And, you know, Gracie, I know you went through some some health scares uh, earlier in your life and, and some medical stuff and had surgery and, and found out that you ended up uh, being diagnosed with Crohn's disease. And that was something that was a significant part of your life. And you have now maybe used that uh, to sort of open the window into your future and what it is that you like to do. Tell the people that, that what, what it is that you think you're going to pursue professionally when you're done with high school there? Yeah, so um, I want to be a child life specialist, and what they do is they work in the hospital with kids, basically to make sure that they understand what's going on so that they have the opportunity to be able to cope with that, Um, and then also helping maybe the siblings of someone who's in the hospital, and so they get to work with kids and their families and just bring play into the hospital so that... um, when kids are sick that their development doesn't completely halt for that amount of time. Do you think your relationship with animals has helped you heal? That's a great question. Yeah, I would definitely say it has. Something that I always noticed, especially when I was uh, like 9 to 12 when I was first diagnosed, was that whenever I was around horses and whenever I'm on a horse, I never feel sick. That's just something that they're just kind of a brief little cure-all. And, um, you know, that obviously has its limits. But whenever I'm around horses, I always feel amazing. Well, that's great. Where are you thinking about going to school? I have already applied for housing, and I'm going to MSU starting in this fall of 2020. Very cool. Fantastic. Well, good for you. Well, Gracie, this has been Thank wonderful you. to talk to you. I think you have a future as a public speaker, too, by the way. <laughs> okay, you so, so you much. can think about that. We really appreciate you being with us, though, okay? Thank you, yes. Thank you, Gracie. Gracie Smith. Victor High School, and uh, if you would like to nominate a Mattress Firm Student of the Week, you go to mattressfirmmt.com. You click on the Students tab there, and you can submit uh, a child that you know. Maybe it's your own. Maybe it's a grandkid. Maybe it's a niece, nephew, whatever it might be. And uh, just find find a kid that's doing something good in the world. Put them in there, and they could be the Mattress Firm Student of the Week. Get a feature on SWX Television right here on ESPN Radio, and then... At the end of the year, they're going to vote for the student of the year who will receive, hello, a $3,000 scholarship from Mattress Firm. So very cool. Uh, So you can go online and do that. Coulter, you know, we've been doing this for a couple of weeks now, getting the people ready, warming them up, trying to to make people's fall as, you know, fall is the greatest anyway, but trying to make it even just that much better. This is like your dream come true, too, because it's a bunch of texts you don't have to answer. I'm not good at that. At any of these things. But I still have a screenshot of, I texted you one time, you know, at a appropriate time. You text your friend to see if they want to do something. Mm-hmm. I should know better. I should just call you anytime. I usually do. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I did this time. Or just come over. Right. I just said, what are you doing? Or like, do you want to watch the game or something like that? And I get a text like seven and a half hours later and it said, oh, just realizing how terrible I am as a friend and how I miss out on all my great opportunities to hang out with you because I don't know how to text. <laughs> I get this like one thirty in the morning. I'm like, well, thanks for responding. Great you know, effort. Just trying to just trying to be a part of it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not good on the thing. But you know what? 
a lot of the people in this community, they are good on the thing. They and are. they were texting us. We got we got hundreds of entries for this over the last uh, couple of weeks to win a Way keg engaged. from Great Burn and a kegerator from Fred's Appliance. Uh, and now the time to uh, see if we can't find ourselves a winner. So let's see. Let's give a little call here out there. We've got the number pulled. It's a random number out of a random number generator. Hello, who's this? This is Shane. Shane, do you like beer? Uh, yeah. Did you attempt via text message to win a keg and a kegerator from Tutel and Nuanas? I mean, I might need it come Sunday. <laughs> Shane, congratulations, my friend. It's Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanas. You are the big winner of the keg and kegerator giveaway from Fred's Appliance and the Great Burn Brewery. So, uh... When are we sharing this thing? I mean, you tell me. You <laughs> he's been listening. He's been, he's been listening. I love it. That's all I wanted was for somebody to invite me over to share the kid. It's too good. You might need it on Sunday. How come? Are you expecting your college team to lose on Saturday, or what are you going to need it for? Are you need a party? What's going on? Um, I'm, well, one of us is going to need it, me or Ryan. Oh, I'm are, a Panther fan. are you a Carolina guy? That's Ooh. what's going on. Oh, man. Are well, you from there? Where, or how do you become a Panthers fan in Montana? Uh, you make decisions when you're eight years old. That's right. That's so funny because I know, I know some Panthers fans and some Jaguars fans in Montana. They were like, well, these teams are new. Cool. I'm on the bandwagon. I'm in great colors. A Denver, Seattle, and that's still a few states away. Well, Shane, I'll tell you what, we appreciate you participating in this thing. Uh, we are happy that you've won it, particularly where, of course, we're going to come and overrun your home now and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and just take over for probably this. And who knows? I mean, a whole keg, it might even last us into the next weekend, you know? Culture might need some, too. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shane, that's fantastic. Well, congratulations, my man. Thank you guys very much. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do, so I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber-secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. It's Friday, boys and girls, and you know what that means. It's time for everybody's favorite, Carolyn. The chick who doesn't know sports, brought to us by the Missoula Winery and Event Center. Hello, Carolyn. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday to you. Thanks. Thanks very much. Uh, what do we got today? Well, we have some good stuff. Uh, okay. Great. Have you heard about uh, James Harden's lack of performance on the road? Uh, you know, I haven't. Um, well, apparently, <laughs> he's not as good on the road, and a Reddit user decided to... Look into it. 
And it turns out he plays his worst in the cities with the best strip clubs. I mean, is that, that seems like a little bit of a subjective, uh, you know, analysis there. Well, apparently this guy had a lot of time on his hands. Okay. So where did he say has the best nightlife? Miami. Um, L.A., Detroit. Okay. The top three. I'm not going to sit here and, like, do the thing with you on, on like, where the best, uh, you know, evening uh, visits are for some of these NBA players. But I would say that the idea that guys playing their worst in the cities of Miami and L.A. is probably not unique to James Harden. That would be my that would be my best offering to you on this. Yeah, that's the thing. This guy missed the boat a little bit because it's not just James Harden and it's not just strip clubs. There's it's a, the New England Patriots. They're in Miami, right. There's that's a, right. I mean, it's the straight up nightlife, right? Like Jalen Rose talks about this all the time. It's, it's his champagne and campaign and list. Mm-hmm. It says, where's the best place to champagne and campaign? And if, it, if it's up there on the list, the chances of you winning on the road there or playing well on the road there, pretty low because you probably stayed up too late. These guys have such crazy lifestyles because, like, they don't have to. You have to think like NBA games aren't until seven o'clock at night, right? So you can just rage the night before. And that's why I'm. That's why up. I'm uh, pushing to have this show move to the eight to ten p.m. window, <laughs> so you can hit up. So that I, I just can sleep till noon every oh. day. It was great. Oh, yeah, man. I'm sure that I just thought it was really funny. This guy spent all this time. You can find it online. It is hilarious. He made graphs and charts. The the, the most the more interesting part about James Harden is that James Harden was. A good NBA player, an all-star level NBA player, but by no means a elite superstar. And then he started dating the Kardashian, one of those, whoever, Kardashian, Chloe, and he was terrible. Yeah. And he dated, I thought Lamar Odom was he, with he, Chloe. He, he they both too. were. Oh. She she's, she's ruined player. some okay, NBA no, guys. Okay, no, no, I don't, don't, I think she was with Chris I just wanted Humphreys to clarify. Was no, that, that was Kim. Okay. What about Tristan but, Thompson? Or is he he was with the most normal one? Chloe. No, no, he was with Chloe. He had a he baby was? with Chloe. Wow, she is just ruining NBA rosters across. But <laughs> when he broke up with her, though, he did a whole interview about how, like, my life is so much better because I don't have to do paparazzi interviews and, right. like, people aren't following me around. And he won the MVP the next year. He did? He won the MVP the year after he broke up with the Kardashian Tristan sister. Thompson? No, James Harden. Oh, James Harden. Oh, no, Tristan Thompson started dating the Kardashian and signed a $60 million contract and never did a single productive thing in the NBA since then. Is he still playing? He is. Oh. See, what do I know? What do you think, Gus? I mean, this is the worst segment we've ever done. No, it's not. This is is, I actually think that people will think this is great. Okay. Wow. What's number two? Jeez. Well, good news in the NHL. Step up, yes. The drinking has gone down. They're not drinking as much. No, but they're doing drugs. But the Washington but, uh, Capitals are probably still drinking after winning the Stanley Cup last well, year. You're two years late, bud. The uh, Blues won the Stanley Cup. That's right. They probably still are drinking. Washington <laughs> is still drinking out of the cup. Dude, well, nobody, nobody, nobody celebrated harder for any championship ever, ever. than Alex Ovechkin, tip of the spear, and then the Capitals. I would love to know the over-under of the beers he drank within the first month. Millions. <laughs> Millions. Yes. Yes, Carolyn. That's really not what the story is, though. The story is that cocaine and Molly use are up. So they're not drinking, but they are getting high. Who is this according to? Where does this statistic come from? The Google. I actually saw this. So you can... Okay, I don't even know what to ask you. I don't even know what to say. Well, don't they get drug tested? 
You know, we try and do a family show around here. <laughs> and then I'm we try a serious and... question. Don't they get drug tested? They do get drug tested. Only uh, for performance I mean, drugs? if you just if you know about the physiology of those sorts of drugs, they stay in your system for a lot less time. Hmm, interesting. I don't know any of this stuff. Okay. Well, I just thought the people should know this information. <laughs> just for the people, Carolyn. <laughs> Always. Yes. Um, Antonio Brown. Says he's, he's not back. coming back to the NFL. He said that. He said, F the NFL, mm-hmm. and he called the NFL racist. Mm-hmm. However, my sources tell me mm. he's meeting with some NFL people in the next couple weeks in hopes that he can come back. Hmm. Well, um, you know, your sources who are <laughs> impeccable, no doubt. Yes. Uh, you know, it's probably a fair it's probably fair at this point to like pick both sides of the fence with Antonio Brown and you're going to be right half the time because he's just going to be going back, back and, forth. and forth. That would that's how I that's how I read that. Is that cuz he's a big old baby? No, it's oh. because he's, you know, he got himself out of the league. He's still a top 10 wide receiver if he came back today in the NFL and so, you know, if somebody's going to pay him X number of million of dollars to play football, then, you know, he'll probably do it. And, you know, all's well that ends well. Although I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. You, you listen to podcasts? Yeah. You need to listen to Gladiator. Okay. I'll After you download the Two Tell Nuanas podcast. Well, that's, that's true. my favorite podcast. Thank you. You need to listen to it. It's about Aaron Hernandez. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. But it's, it's not about him as a football player as much as it is about the institution of football. And it, Really, it really uh, illuminates how people like Antonio Brown exist, and like he is truly crazy, but he's also just out of control because he's never had to be in control because right. he's been so talented his whole life. Like he never learned. He never had to be. Yeah, but that's not true, man. Like, I mean, he has been talented his whole life, but right, he's he also hasn't been out of like a six. He's been, he hasn't been out of control, and he was like a six round draft pick or whatever in a Central Michigan right. that didn't become who he is from a. Any sort of spotlight until his third or fourth year in the league. No, totally. All I'm getting at is that he's never really had to be accountable to himself because he's been he's been the fastest guy in the world for for ten years, and he's gotten by on that. And now he's completely losing his mind because he doesn't have an identity because what he's gotten by on his whole life is just not working for him mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I just you'll you'll think it's so sad. I'll listen. I heard about it. Um... And I agree with you. I think that a lot of people that have fame and money early and aren't taught how to act or how to, you know, work through that, whether or not you've, you've got everything handed to you at, from the age of 19 on or whatever. I mean, this is from the, the woman who wants the uh, pay the players funds to go straight into a savings account that they can't touch until <laughs> I know, after I they graduate. I was thinking I, maybe they could hire a special coach to help them with life skills. Also, I mean, the rookie symposium in the NBA, they send you to a three-day crash yes. course on how to manage your money. They do? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. But the thing is, is that a lot of these guys come in with their, you know, they got their cousin is the one who's going to do right. this for them because they trust them and this, that, and, and the other. And maybe they are trustworthy, but they might not be any good at and it. You, right. just, you just never know how it's going to go. Because, like, LeBron James made Maverick Carter his dude. You right. know, 15 years ago, Maverick Carter's his best friend. Maverick Carter's also brilliant. And so Maverick Carter has made LeBron Inc. into a billion-dollar industry. But I mean, then he's going to be brilliant. His name's Maverick, right. for crying <laughs> out loud. There was no, no chance, chance that wasn't yeah. going to go great. But some of these people, they do hire their cousin who then goes and 
buys like the inflatable furniture investment and they just have right. no money. So well, and there's also pe- shady people out there who will take advantage of someone who's like, I don't want to deal with my money. You do it, and then oh, hundred dollars here, thousand dollars there. Oh yeah, it, I would I would never do that. So if you want to hire me to help, <laughs> you gotta watch the movie Broke. Your mind will be blown. Okay. I gotta write this down. You have to watch it. You you will you will just be astounded at at all the things that uh, these young guys do. Who's who's the bloody sock pitcher for the for the Red Sox? Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling. Yes. Have you heard about Kurt Schilling's no, financial woes? Is he broke? Bro, we're talking we're talking north of fifty million bucks into video games, like trying oh to build God. video games. Oh boy, all gone. And he is, like, I don't know what his actual status is right now, but I know that everything that he had, you know, earned over the course of a Hall of Fame pitching career. That is awful. I mean, you think you got the next big thing and then mm -mm, not so much. Yeah, that's that's poor poor management. Well, I mean, you know. Well, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and write a business plan. So if anyone's listening and needs, you know, some money managed, call me. What else you got, Carolyn? Um, the, uh, Patriots lost. (laughs) (laughs) They did. (laughs) Now, here's the thing. People don't really know this because you, you know, you really don't like the Patriots. No, I really don't And specifically their quarterback. Correct. Uh, He's so funny. He seems right up your alley. Ugh, barf. Um. Who do you like? Who's your quarterback? Jim McMahon. (laughs) Oh my God. It's Jim McMahon. Oh, have mercy. Uh, listen, when it comes to the Patriots, I uh, I don't hate the Patriots. I respect the Patriots, especially this year. I love great defense. They have the best defense in the NFL. And I, got, I don't have any axe to grind against Tom Brady. I like Tom Brady. I don't love him. I don't really root for him, but I, I, I respect him. Uh, I was thrilled that they lost and didn't just lose but got it handed to them by the Baltimore Ravens this last week in in again really the first legitimate like playoff could make a type of run opponent that they've played now this doesn't do anything to throw New England off their pedestal top the AFC or anything like that but I thought it was just nice in terms of the at least perceived possibility that it won't be New England again at the very end, which almost certainly it will be, but it it adds to the uh, flavor of the regular season, and you can always point back to week nine, you know, when it comes to the uh, postseason. So I I thought that was great, and I mean, my goodness, Lamar Jackson's fun to watch, but I don't want to get too sporty on you here. um, Who's the quarterback on the Ravens? Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Well, then he's yeah. my favorite quarterback. He's your favorite after after <laughs> he, the great. He's Jim a great McMahon. one to be. I have a favorite though because he's awesome. He's like such a genuine kid, and he's so like he seems like he's country, but then you listen to him, and he's just hilarious, and he's just got a funny way of being, and he's humble, and well, then I love him. You should love him. He's that's a great one to love. Get okay. on the bandwagon early because right. he's a, he's a, he is a star. All right, he he is I mean, absolutely he's miraculous. Is no Jim is. McMahon, but I will put him at number two. No, yeah, put him at two behind behind McMahon. Yeah. I mean, how could you do better than a headband and those those, those black ray bands? Oh, yeah, man, they were so sweet. <sighs> he used to do local TV ads in Chicago. Oh back then. man, so awesome! The greatest and the Super Bowl shuffle. Yeah, you were you were you were riding the wave at its peak. Oh yeah, in uh, Windy City. Yep, it was 85. glorious. Eighty five, oh, fifth grade, baby. <laughs>
Good stuff. <laughs> Way to pull it out of the fire, Carolyn. I, Great work. You got anything else over there? No. Okay. We're good. Well, you did an excellent job oh, today. thank really you. Really appreciate Thanks. that. Chick who doesn't know about sports presented by the Missoula Winery and Event Center. You had Tattoo Girl wine last night, so we got a real-life endorsement. It Tell us about it. It was good stuff. The Cabernet. Delicious. You loved it? I love it. It's so good. Good. Gold of the holidays are coming up. Thanksgiving. You got family in town. You got a big event, big parties, corporate parties. They got a great space out of the Missoula Winery and Event Center as well. Obviously, the Tattoo Girl Wine, the uh, star of the show. But the space to have to uh, host any event that you got coming up, especially this time of year, it's a great place for it. Whether you just want to go taste some Tattoo Girl Wine or you want to host a Christmas party, birthday party, graduation party, Whatever you got, they got the got you covered. Great space out there by the airport off Airport Boulevard, five six four six West Harrier Drive. The address. You can give them a call to set up tastings, parties, whatever you need. Missoula Wider Event Center four zero six eight three zero three two nine six. Thank you, Carolyn. Thanks, guys. Mike Dugar joins us every Friday to talk about the Seahawks, but not today. He's going to talk to us about the Vandals next. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.